0: silence for a moment then father gave a little chuckle Jonas you of all people precision of language please love is an emotion which has no place in the future and what a bleak future it would be the giver is about a futuristic society that has eliminated all pain fear war and hatred there is no prejudice and no competition only sameness. Everyone is unfailingly polite. Citizens can apply for and be assigned compatible spouses and each couple is assigned children exactly two. When the children are grown family units dissolve and adults live together with childless adults until they are too old to function in the society. Then they spend their last years being cared for in the house of the old until they're finally released from the society. No doors are locked ever. Life is predictable and safe. A utopia? Think again. And we have Zitin with us who's going to talk to us about the giver. Hello Zitin.
1: Hi, I'm Zitin. I'm 14 and I love English and reading and it's something I owe most of my linguistic skills to, and it's always a blast hopping into another story and living inside it.
0: You know then. Lewis has stated of the characters in The Giver, they have lived in a sterile world for so long that they are in danger of losing the real emotions that make them human. What do you think makes us human?
1: See, in The Giver... The characters live in such a society which is free from all sorts of pain and disorder. But at the same time, it's completely devoid of emotions and feelings. But that's the thing. What makes us human is nothing but having the ability to think and feel and empathize with others. Yes, a society without emotions and sentiment would be a quieter, less problematic society. But at the same time you'll not have ever known how it feels to be at your happiest. Because the benefit and the downside of being able to feel and understand real emotions is to be able to experience sheer joy and utter despair. That's the duality of humans.
0: I would totally agree on that. And it says in the book, no one mentioned such things. It was not a rule but was considered rude to call attention to things that were unsettling or different about individuals. What do you think uh, was the idea behind the practice of sameness?
1: I believe that the idea to make unsettling things about individuals a taboo was to practice this sort of likeness among everyone, so as to achieve a certain level of harmony and peace. And, you know, it's a different thing altogether to talk about how relevant and effective it was, but I guess the idea was to sort of get this uniformity in everyone, to some extent, to prevent any sort of imbalance or disorder, because everyone would just be equals. And yes, I agree, theoretically, this concept would have worked.
0: Surprisingly, it is nature, and nature loves variety. Nature has never been on the side of sameness. But in The Giver, it's said that our people made that choice, the choice to go to sameness. We relinquished color and did away with differences. Don't you sometimes think that if you could relinquish color from the world, we could cure racism? Mm, that's a really interesting question. Uh, I believe,
1: you know, racism is a bit more complex than how Lois in this book has portrayed it to be. I mean, this could be an unpopular opinion, but racism as a concept, it's not that superficial. Of course, racism begins with the discrimination on the color of one's skin, but it also it's also the belief that one's ethnicity is superior to another. And racism, it exists in many forms. Like for example, for some people, if they see a Muslim with a beard, they will think he is a terrorist. So even if you relinquish color, that would not inhibit or hinder racism. So, no, I would not agree that it could cure racism.
0: It says so in the rules. If you don't fit in, you can apply for elsewhere and be released. My mother says that once, about 10 years ago, someone applied was on the next day. It is such an innocuous rule, isn't it or is it?
1: In their community, being released elsewhere basically means to die, but it's phrased as if it's so innocuous, however it isn't and someone not fitting in does not mean that they deserve for their life to be taken away from them. I mean, that was the root problem with our community. Nobody was able to feel emotions, and hence nobody really realized the utter cruelty behind the act of being released, as you put it. This robotic system only and only aggravated the problem rather than pacifying the problem because not feeling emotions is not the solution, the chaos or destruction.
0: It was ironic, I think, you know, the utopian community in the book which deprives its inhabitants of books. It made me think, would it have been possible to conceive this society if the books would not have been prohibited? So what do you think? I, I'd i like to have your thoughts on the importance of books.
1: I mean, I believe that we all highly undermine the importance of books. Like I said, I owe majority of my linguistic skills to books. I can talk so eloquently, be articulate. A lot of my knowledge of various things in the world is credited to them. Because books give us an insight on a different and completely new way of life. I mean, had books not been bad in their society, in their community, It would have opened up doors to new concepts, ideas, solutions. Because reading, it improves empathy, a quality or an ability that the people of this community don't seem to have. If the books hadn't been banned, their society would be much advanced. It would give rise to a new thought process and even have them give a new value to their life.
0: As they say, If you don't read, you don't think. Books are interactive. They demand that kids think. Fiction and non-fiction books widen our consciousness. They give us new ways to think and develop new ideas. They expand our universe beyond time, place, and inspire our own original thoughts. Can't find a better exposition than The Giver, though. We want thinking children thoughtfully crafted society, not the one we are veering towards with the onslaught of the screens. Hope you share our vision of Bukbibhuli. Thank you so much Zitin, it was a pleasure to have you with us. So there, we have the giver. And we have the pleasure of speaking to Louis Lowry. And in her words, spurred by her father's illness, Lewis imagined a community which is deprived of suffering, grief, and pain. With a painless, warless, and emotionless state of tranquility and harmony, it abandoned all memories of pain, war, and emotion. But someone got to keep the memories to preserve the state. The Giver. The Giver is written from the point of view of Jonas, an 11-year-old boy living in a futuristic society. He's a well-behaved citizen and a good student, but it's different. He has failed eyes. Everyone from small infants to the chief elder has an assigned role, even for giving birth. The children are born to birth mothers who never see them and spent their first year in a nurturing center with other babies or new children on that year. In the community, most people think that after release, flawed new children and joyful elderly people are welcomed into the vast expanse of elsewhere that surrounds the communities citizens who break rules or fail to adapt properly to the society codes of behavior are also released everything is planned organized so that life is as convenient and as pleasant as possible let me add predictable utopia Published in 1993, winner of the Newbery Medal and voted the fourth best children's novel of all time, part of core curriculum reading list in middle school in US, Australia and Canada. And it is also the 11th most challenged book of the 90s. Louise Ann Lowry is an author of 53 books. She is known for writing about difficult subject matters, dystopias, complex theme in works for young audiences. She is highly decorated, including two Newbery medals, Margaret Edwards Award, Rhode Island Children's Book Award, and has been twice finalist for Hans Christian Awards. And now it is time for the Bukki Bully Read Record. Language Competency I would give it a 6 on comfort with language, but 8 on comprehension. The concept is philosophical. Required speed of reading would be say about 50 pages per day and you can read it easily between 2-3 to days with or without breaks, though it will take a lot longer to assimilate. The book is wire-framed on euphemisms, starts with Jonah's age at least, at least 12 years should have developed aptitude to explore the philosophical aspects of the world around. A logical next, if it has predecessors, is Gathering Blue, Messenger and Sun, because this book is a part of a quadrant. After absorbing the book, you will have understanding of, on how the societies work. You will start to appreciate the differences in individuals, rather welcome them. Cognizance of the importance of memories, pain, rules, and rituals can be expected. There is no sexual content, no substance abuse, and yes, it is dystopia. You might even wonder, why was this book ever challenged or banned? Go on, discover. Happy reading!